What it do, Sports Betting Nation? Ace is high here with you. It's a Monday. I have fantastic news for everyone listening to this program. I got rid of Mr. Hardways. I said, hey, Hardways, we've had enough of you on this program. Take a little break. And I brought in the man, the madman, Matt Woj. How you doing today, Woj? I don't know if it's great news, but yeah, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> what's up, SBI Nation? Ah, uh, uh, man, it's great news, Woj. Don't, don't, don't sell yourself short, buddy. All right, well, we got college football coming up soon, so it is good news, Wall. It's fantastic news, and that's probably why you're on this program, because you are the man that knows about college football. I don't want to put myself down, though. I know a thing or two about college football, as does Hardways and the real Jay-Z over here at SBI, but we got other sports. I mean, hopefully we get some time. No, we're going to make time for it. At the end, we're going to jump into some college football for sure, but we got other sports going on here over at SBI. We had the women, USA women. Unfortunately, they could not come through in the tournament. I believe the Hardways lost some money on that one so disappointing for anyone that was you know trailing him with their tickets great for anybody that faded them great for anybody that faded the man usa did not come through we've had a lot of excitement in baseball this weekend i mean oh can you shit. can you believe they brought the <laughs> ufc to baseball Woj? yeah that was so there's a little added on to that so tim anderson before the game even started yasmani grandal learns he's not in the lineup and he wants to leave so he wants one extra day to get to his all-star break, right? Well, Tim Anderson overhears this as he's in the tub. This is before the game, by the way. <laughs> Tim Anderson overhears this, yells over and says, fuck you if you don't want to be here. I'll pay for your plane ticket out of here, quote unquote. And Yasmani comes over and slaps them. They get into an altercation in the in the dog, inside the locker room. Then... You get onto the field, and Tim Anderson's just being a dick to people, talking to people, and then, yeah, UFC just un- unloads there. <laughs> oh, man, it was insane. I-, I hadn't seen a baseball fight like that where people are actually throwing, you know, there-, there was punches thrown. There were people running out of the bullpen, I believe, twice, three times. I- I'm glad we had you on this program. I did not know. You said that was pregame that all this went down, like, before yeah, that was, this specific that was- game? pre-game everything happening before the game it's starting a sour note already (laughs) (laughs) well i guess that's why they're a little juice to go at it maybe i mean they just came out and it's nothing to wipe wipe away you know you might want to pay attention to this they came out just now with the suspensions from that game tim anderson is going to be sitting six games jose ramirez sitting three games and emmanuel claus sitting one game i don't know that the white Sox were (laughs) really going to be the favorite they're going up against the yankees in the series i don't know if they're gonna be the favorite but it does impact you from a sports betting wise is mr anderson important to that program over there being a Sox fan mr woge uh not anymore no it's <laughs> that ship no the ship the ship sailed long before that even it's just like there's no leader for the white Sox. it's i mean at this point it, it doesn't matter who they throw out there actually new blood might even be better um but yeah, it's 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 a mess. It's a shit show over at the White Sox organization there. Yeah, well, today they got the Yankees and they got Mr. Cole on the mound. That's not a man that you usually want to bet against. So I I don't know if you're going to be taking your White Sox today with Cease on the mound. You want the best line on the Yankees. They're at minus 162. They opened at minus 130. So we got some money coming in on the Yankees all the way down to that minus 162, getting real short. The White Sox opened plus 110. They're now at plus 143. I do want to mention that DraftKings, I don't know if you saw this, Mr. Boge, but DraftKings has a 50% profit boost for the MLB today. Any bet you put on the MLB, you're getting a 50% profit profit boost. I don't know if you've used that yet. I haven't. What am I putting it on, Wall? 
What am I? What do you? Well, I'll tell you what you're not putting on. I like to jump in this game first, and then we'll go to my second favorite team. But the Braves minus three hundred. I don't know if you want to use a fifty percent profit boost on a minus three hundred <laughs> team in baseball, and that's the best line. That's on points bet. I believe if you're looking at DraftKings, you're at minus three hundred five. So I will tell you, always bet the Braves when they're a good number. Do not use your profit boost on them today, though. Stay away from that game. You know where you're gonna. I'm going with this one, Moach. The Cubbies. You, you gotta put that fifty percent profit boost on the company. They're plus one hundred right now on points bet. Let me pull up that DraftKings line for you. You're at minus one hundred five. Oh man, maybe wait a little bit and see if you can get that to go to that plus one hundred. I did see it on DraftKings at plus one hundred earlier. Drew Smiley on the mound. The Cubs have just been hot. The Mets. We all know that their disappointing season is kind of coming to an end with the trades they're making. I'm telling you, you take that fifty percent profit to- token. On DraftKings, you go put it on the Cubs, even though you're a Sox fan. Yeah, not hot's an understatement. They've won six series in a row, and they're 13 of their last 16 series. So, I mean, uh, if they if the season ended right now, they're in the wild card, which is crazy considering their start. And, and it's a flip flop of Chicago here because on paper the White Sox were a really good team, and Cubs weren't. And uh, look where the Cubs are now. No, that's a great point you bring up there. Which that's a fantastic point. Beginning of the season, we would think that it would be, you know, the alternate universe where the White Sox were competing over there in the AL, the Cubs were not in the NL, but that's not what we have. And I'd like to add to that point. You mentioned how well the Cubbies have been doing in their series. They just got done playing the best team in baseball, the Braves. They they won that series. I mean, it's just incredible what that team's doing. You're getting that plus 100 number against the Mets. Eh, Now you see why I'm telling you to put it on that one, right? I like it. I like it. 50% profit boost. Let's go. Hey, give that advantage, get that advantage wherever you can. Uh, let's jump into a couple more games here. Padres, uh, Dodgers. I know Story's been doing the series spotlight in that one. I would be remiss if I did not mention the lines. Best line right now for the Padres is on Bet Rivers, minus 134. The Dodgers, best line on FanDuel, plus 122. We've had huge movement in that one. The Padres opened basically, it depends what book you were looking at. They were open as the favorite or very slight dog in this one. Now they've jumped to the huge favorite here at that minus 134 number. And by huge, that's relative to the Braves at minus 300. I just, I got to bring that line up again because we're talking about an individual baseball game, minus 300. But hey, I don't want to get off track. Dodgers at plus 122, you know, they, they're getting money. They're definitely the dog now. No question about it, regardless of what book you're looking at. Any other baseball teams you want me to go over here, Woj? The Rangers, you, you big Rangers, a Giants fan, maybe the Brewers? Anybody? Hold on. I'm just putting my bet in here. Hold on one second on the Cubs. So, uh, but no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know any of those other good teams to put good bets on. I, I, I keep it close to home from baseball standpoint. Well, well, I'm, I'm watching this line move. Jesus, what, what did what did you put down on that? You move this line over here on DraftKings. Let me tell you, I know close to home though for you. What would that's golf, right? That's why we have you on the program when it's not college football season. You're a little bit into that golf, are you not? Uh, yeah, here and there. Yeah, not bad. They got the FedEx St. Jude coming up this uh, this week over at TPC Southwind. The big one I'm looking forward to is the BMW Championship. That's back here in Chicago where I'm at. Uh, Olympia Fields Country Club. That'll be a good one. Yeah, I, I hear good things about that. Hardways on the weekend episode was talking about that. I haven't seen any lines. I haven't been able to find them. I'm not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you would agree. You're a little more into the golf scene than I, especially sports betting. I don't pay attention to it much at all. I don't pay attention to the players much outside of sports betting either, but I know that BMW tournament is a big one, but we can't, and it's played close to home. No, is it in Illinois? 
Uh, yeah, uh, Olympia Fields, just in uh, in Chicago there. Nice. And the, the St. Jude, though, this this is the one we can actually bet on. I do see lines on this one. And I want to say, before you jump off of that DraftKings over there, they got to add plus 300 on any golfer to win the FedEx St. Jude Championship this weekend. So I'm going to kind of put you to the test. Our listeners here, where should they put that plus 300? We got Scheffler, McElroy, Rom. Any of those top guys you like? Or are you looking down the list a bit? Uh, I like Rom. Uh, looking for a sleeper. I like uh, Saeed Tagala, at least maybe not to win, but to finish in the top 10. I, I, I think this is a course that fits him well. I think that's a that's a good money bet right there. Nice. And then I know we're in reverse situation, so I do want to mention some other players, and you can correct me when I say their name wrong. Victor Hovland. Did I get that Ooh, right? You got it right. You got uh, it right. Morikawa. <laughs> I think I butchered Morikawa. 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 Okay. Though. Well, we're looking at plus 2,200 on him. I mean, these odds, they drop off hard. We're at Scheffler plus 600, McElroy plus 800, Rom plus the 850. That's the man you originally mentioned there. And if you want to put that plus 300 on top, remember, it's just a static straight add 300 to your bet. So you're betting Scheffler, who's the chalk right now, plus 600. With that DraftKings promotion, you're changing that plus 600 to plus 900. So you bet 100. He wins the tournament and comes through against all these other competitors. You're winning $900 off of that $100 bet by using that boost. So make sure if you are betting, you know, any of these two win golfers on DraftKings, you're using that plus 300. It's just, you know, free edge in your pocket. I'm looking way down this list, Wojin. Hideki Matsuyama. Is that a golfer you're familiar with? I believe you've talked to me about him before. Yeah, Hideki's a good player. Is he old now? Is it... I believe no, you told me to bet old. on him before. He, he's been in the mix lately too. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's not old. He's, he's not a good old. one. Well, I'm looking at plus 4,000 for him. So if I put that 300 on there, I'm getting plus 4,300. I'm making $4,300 on my hundred dollar bet. Woj. I need your advice. Is this something I should be clicking on or not? Um, No. No. <laughs> All right. It's just so hard with uh, picking winners this early. I mean, if you really want to go for a gamble, I mean, I think that's not a bad play, um, especially with the money you're getting. But I, I, I always wait until the weekends to and to see how people are playing and, and go from there on, on making a, a winner bet. Well, and then by then, you know, they've they've made the cut, too. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not talking out of my gourd, am I here? But sometimes even no, the good players no, don't yeah. make the cut, right? I think pre-tournament, I think a good if you if you're really confident, a top five bet uh, or even a top ten is what you're aiming for, and then you can possibly hedge off of that going into the weekend with maybe a winner bet. Well, I'd put it in, but DraftKings not going to take my money anyway, so I'm just kind of <laughs> talking for the fans. <laughs> Let me get maybe 30 cents down on this thing, but I'll, I'll take a look. Maybe I'll I'll jump back on here, put my 30 cents on somebody after they made the cut. I'll listen to the great insightful advice we get from Mr. Woj, but hey, we're not ending this program until we talk a little college football. That's Ooh. your wheelhouse. That's my wheelhouse. Where are we going to start in college football? You know, the college football rundown starting up while we're, we're going to be releasing an episode here, pretty, or at least our intro episode here pretty soon before we go into uh, before we go into the conferences, right, Wall? Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. Finally make some money. These guys over here at SBI, they don't pay me nothing, Woj. Got to get back to that college <laughs> football podcast and make some money. But, yeah, a lot of news uh, just off-season-wise is with a lot of the transfers. Everybody's realigning. Everyone's moving everywhere. We already know the USC in 2024, or you, not USC, <laughs> the SEC is uh, getting Oklahoma and Texas. 
Uh, Big Ten is now getting that we knew about UCLA and USC coming in 2024, but now they're getting Oregon and Washington as well in this uh, next year, which is big. I mean, poor Pac-12. That's uh, they have a couple teams going to the Big 12 as well. So Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Oregon, USC, UCLA, Utah, and Washington are all leaving in 2024 from the Pac-12, which only leaves them four teams. Well, I feel sorry for them. Yeah, I, I feel a little bit sorry for them, too. I, I think it's kind of their own making, though. When we're talking about yeah. the Pac-12, I think they've made decisions in the past that did not help their case and kind of led to what we're seeing today. It's it's funny because last last year and the year before, you and I are talking about players transferring, right? Now we're talking about in individual schools transferring to different conferences. As far as the sports betting landscape, I mean, right now we got futures. We're not. It's not going to impact day one games, let me just tell you right now. But as far as futures and what it does to the teams, anything you could think of off the top of your head that this new news, this new information that we're finding out now impacts futures bets as far as to win a conference, to make the playoffs, to win the national championship, anything you could think of off the top of your head in line with that. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing here, Wall, is just winning conferences. It's going to be so much tougher. There's, They're going to have to change how conferences work, how conference champions become a thing, because you're going to have the Big Ten now with, what, all near nearly 20 teams in it in 2024. Uh, so you're you're talking about like a lot of change there and how things are going to work and how how teams are going to be picked going into a uh, a playoff and we already know the playoff situation is changing in its own right uh, in the next couple of years wall too so I mean there's just a lot of changes in college football I think in the next five to ten years we're going to see two divisions um, and that's going to be it it's going to be like an AFC NFC type deal. It will be. And then we can kind of compare our lines and our logic and our betting strategy to what we do in the NFL. It'll be a little more in line with them. You can think of things that way. As far as this year, though, I'm looking at the odds to win the national championship. What an amazing thing when Iowa does it this year. Which I'm looking at the odds right now. It doesn't impact this season, you're thinking in your mind. We got to wait a couple of years until the actual transition happens, till the chain changes are made. And it, as far as this year, we're just business as usual. Yeah, I think we're business as usual this year. Uh, I think next year is going to be a big one. Uh, I haven't taken a look at BYU, Cincinnati, Houston's, or UCF's uh, odds, and those are big ones because they are actually joining a new conference this year in the Big 12. Uh, Those will be this year. Um, There are a couple lower-end teams, but those are the big ones. I mean, just BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, UFC. I mean, maybe Houston hasn't been in the mix all that much, but Cincinnati sure has, and so has BYU to a point. Um, So they'll be interesting to see what they have those lines at now that they're joining a big conference like the Big 12. Um, But, man, I was – I was – I don't know if I was excited. I was confused a little bit. There was a lot of emotions going through when I saw that Ohio State had better odds at winning the national championship than Georgia. Did you notice that, Wall? No, this is nonsense, Wall. You are speaking falseness on this podcast. Where where, where did you see such a thing? Uh, you know, I heard it down the grapevine. Is that not a true statement? That is not a true statement. Okay, and I, okay. you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all sorry. Over this I'm stuff. sorry. <laughs> yeah, you must be getting your information from Hardways over there on the podcast or something because that. Yeah, I don't know if if that was the case. You know, <laughs> I don't know how you do it in a futures bet type scenario where you got a multi-way market. But hey, give me that Georgia to do better than Ohio State. Although I do think 
Ohio State will have a good football team. If we're looking at the odds right now, we got Georgia plus 215. We got Alabama plus 600. And then Ohio State is rounding out the top three at plus 650. Do you think that what you just said, maybe Ohio State is a little more in line with Georgia from what the odds are showing us? No. Uh, just because we've seen their defense play in the last couple of years and it's been a downstroke and uh, the question mark at quarterback is always a thing I, I like to emphasize, especially early on making a futures bet like that until you know that that quarterback can do things, don't pick them. And I know Ohio state probably has one of the best receiving cores, if not the best receiving core in college football going into this year, but that doesn't mean anything if the guy behind him cannot get the ball to him well. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And since I got you on the spot, since I got the man, the madman, let me quote you these lines. I said the Georgia 215 plus 215, obviously. Alabama plus 600. Ohio State plus 650. Michigan plus 800. LSU plus 1100. USC plus 1600. Clemson plus 1800. At those odds, Woj, and I'm not saying who do you think is going to win it, but who do you think is the best bet looking at those odds for, I believe, I top nine I just quoted off? Michigan by far. Yeah. 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 Uh, Their defense is just so sound that they can get to the playoffs based on defense alone. They've beat Ohio state the last couple of years to get out of the big 10, which is obviously a big hurdle for them to get into the playoffs. Um, And I, I do think, I mean, I think they're coming around on the offensive side of the ball, but I just feel like with that defense that that can carry them into the playoffs, no matter what, what happens throughout the season, they, and they have to figure out offense when they get there. I love what you just said there, which, cause I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you. I might, I might split it between, and this is going to throw you off a little bit because you, you know me pretty well and you are probably not expecting this. I might split that between USC at plus 1600 because I just think they're going to have a phenomenal season. The PAC 12 is going to, you know, there's going to be a lot of stuff on the, going on in the side here that, you know, might impact how teams play, how things progress. I think USC has a good shot to make it to the playoffs. And then when they do make it to the playoffs, they have the talent. It's just a matter if their defense can hold up. So I kind of like that plus 1600 number, but I, I think I'd agree with you. And I'd say Michigan off the question I asked you, is there anything that I didn't bring up? Would you, you want to put on the podcast? You want the sports betting Intel nation to hear any, I want to know what I was odds of winning the national championship bar wall. Well, they're actually not that great. They're at plus 15,000, which is not terrible, but you know, some years we get them at plus 20,000, you know, even better some years. So you're at plus 15,000 right now for Iowa. Is that a bet you're making? <laughs> I'm going to put five bucks on it. If it'll pan out, five bucks. I doubt it. But uh, well, here's the thing. They have a great defense. Their defense is in line with what Michigan's is, I think, to a point. Um, maybe we don't have quite the edge rushers they do, but our defense is our secondary is is really good. It's always been good. But now we have a quarterback from Michigan and we might have a couple more receivers coming in. We still do have the same offensive coordinator, so that's a issue in itself. But yeah, I think maybe we can get some sparks going with the Hawkeyes this year. At least that's what I'm hoping well. Well, I am hoping it too. I I put my Flyer bet on them as I do every year, Woj. It hasn't paid off yet, but the day it does, I'm going to make some money. And we're always talking nonsense on this podcast. You want me to throw down some real intel, Woj? You want me to give you some real sports betting advice? Actually, you might know this. I'll give it to the people. Iowa overs this year. Look for that. (laughs) And hey, you know why? Let me tell you this. This this is true information, thinking about logic, how it works. So we have these sports books. They get their data. All their algorithms are going to be thinking Iowa scores low points, right? 
But what do we have as far as what Iowa's going to want to do? They're going to want to score points like any other football team, but specifically Iowa, we have head coach Kirk Ferentz, who's in control of everything. And we have a son, Brian Ferentz, who's been, you know, the controversial figure here who has not been able to lead that offense. They reworked his contract to incentivize him to specifically score on offense. Being that it's the head coach's son, Woj, do you think he's going to get the green light a lot of times to have the Hawkeyes score, to throw the ball deep, to keep his son's contract intact? Uh, I Gosh, I hope so, Walt. <laughs> I mean, if I have to see another QB sneak on first and second down again, <laughs> I might just puke. Uh, so, yeah, I really hope they start airing the ball out and, uh, and making some headway on the offensive side of the ball, Walt. Yeah, and I don't know how agile McNamara is going to be on those QB sneaks either, but he, he's going to be a better <laughs> pocket passer, I say, than some of their previous quarterbacks. So I, I think we had we did a fantastic job today, just me and you. I have to say, we got hard ways out of here. We really brought the thunder. It was great having you on. I really appreciate you joining us, bringing that insight into golf and then more specifically college football. Where can the people find you on a more regular basis? Hey, we're going to be at college football at uh, the revamped website uh collegefootball.com or no what it what i'm i'm not saying that right what is it Walt? (laughs) collegefootballrundown.com baby collegefootballrundown.com i'm sorry yeah follow us on collegefootballrundown.com you can get all of our info of when we're live when we're going live all of our episodes uh you can find latest news latest lines uh sbi has a little plug in there on uh, our website too uh which helps uh, get all the lines and spreads and all the news that we need for our fans uh, and your fans. Well, absolutely. I'm excited for it. I love that partnership that we've been doing the past couple of years. I love too the, the talk. I know some of our, there's some integration between sports betting and daily fantasy. I get all my information as far as daily fantasy from Mr. Woj here, who's on the podcast as we're speaking. He is the alpha when it comes to that. So anybody here that listens to us on a regular basis, but is also interested in DFS, Head over, listen to us in collegefootballrundown.com. Listen to our podcast. Woj brings the stuff. Let me tell you, that's how I always set my lineups based on what he tells me to do. I write it down during our episode, and that's what I do. But I do want to thank you, Woj. I appreciate you coming on here. I know your time is very valuable. But until the next time, I want to say, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely.